You're listening to the Bible in Real Life podcast with Lee Fulford, where questions about the Bible meet real life. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Lee Fuller, and you're listening to the Bible in Real Life podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And today we're going to talk about fathers and fatherhood. We've spent weeks talking about mothers. We've talked about children. We've talked about parenting. And now I really want to hone in and talk about the fathers. So fathers, this episode is for you. All right. Well, if this is, if you're new to the podcast, I want to introduce myself. My name is Lee Fuller. I am the host of the Bible in Real Life podcast. And I want to let you know that you can also not only listen to the podcast, but you can follow us on social media. We're on TikTok, uh, the Bible in Real Life. We're on Instagram, the Bible in Real Life, and Facebook, the Bible in Real Life. So uh, there, are, there are daily things that we put out sharing um, as we are going through the Bible and applying it to our daily life. So if you aren't plugged in over there, make sure you plug in and um, uh, experience all the things that we have going out each and every day. So um, this series of parenting has really been challenging and uh, encouraging for me. You know how sometimes when you uh, understand the job description or when you are um, doing some of the things, you feel like, okay, so I'm not as horrible a parent <laughs> as I thought I was, <laughs> right? Um, you realize that that God has graced us as parents. The Bible tells us, tells children to obey their parents, right? Um, and I really believe uh, that God gives parents a special grace to help raise the children. Now we have to ask for it. We have to rely on it. We have to depend on it. But I believe parents, saved and unsaved, I believe God gives a certain wisdom just by nature of experience and his goodness to help parents in their parenting, right? So over the series, make sure you go back. We talked about how um, how we are to be as parents. We talked about mothers and their special relationship with children. We talked about children, how they should honor and respect their parents. And today we're going to talk about fathers. You know, fathers is a very, uh, fathers and fatherhood is a very interesting topic, right? Um, <clears throat> we know in society that there has been much that's said about fathers or perhaps the lack of fathers in um, uh, the lack of fathers actively participating in uh, child rearing and raising children. Uh, you know, I want to speak to this first by saying um, because God characterizes himself as a father, right? Fatherhood is really supposed to be an, a picture, an example, an image of Christ's love for his bride, and for his family, his sons, right? So um, not to not to go overly deep and spiritual right at the beginning, <laughs> but I really believe Satan attacks those pictures, all right? The pictures that God has given us as examples of who he is, 
those pictures that God has given us as examples of how we are to interact with our family and how God interacts with us. So I think men are really under attack uh, because of the image that God has um, has placed on men, right? Particularly as fathers. That's why I believe in marriage. I believe marriages are under attack for the same reason, that marriages are intended to be a picture and a earthly example of how God interacts and relates with his people. So I don't think it's strange that that fatherhood is often under attack. And what do I mean under attack? I mean, um, there are there are certain images that is perceived of fathers in pop culture. There are images that fathers have. Well, let, let's do a little thought experiment, right? So if I ask you to picture your father, okay? You know, think, think about your father for a second. What emotions or what images, you know, come up, right? I've had many conversations with, with men, women, um, uh, well, there's only men and women, um, but uh, older people, younger people, et cetera, et cetera. And I see varying different images that come up when a person um, thinks of their father. I know there are some that they don't have an image of their father because their father wasn't present, right? Absentee father. There's some that have a very fond image. Oh man, love their parents, love their dad, right? He was there, he was supportive, he was encouraging, etc. And there's a very warm and healthy feeling that um, is engendered when we when we think of our father, and then there's some where there is there is pain, there is abuse, there is violence, there is hatred, there is anger when they think of their father, right? And I believe that um, some of it is well deserved. Right. I, I, um, I know the reality is God created us in his image to behave a certain way. Yet mankind rebelled against God. And now we have this sin nature. And because we have a sin nature, there are many, um, fathers that aren't behaving as fathers, um, and I believe that there are many that are doing the best they can, uh, not having had a father in the home. And I believe that there are some that have vowed not to be like their father. They're going to be better, right? I remember a story one time where um, my my dad told me, and, and I was blessed to have my dad in the household. I'm a junior, so uh, I was blessed to um, have my dad in the household with us boys. It was it was three boys in the household with my older sisters. But um, I remember one time my dad said, hey, yo, I don't want y'all to be like me. And my mom kind of corrected him. My mom said, why don't you want them to be like you? Um, you take care of the family. You're a hard worker. You're honest. You're kind. You come home at night. You respect your wife. 
you know, so it was it was interesting the the different dynamic, right? Because my dad was like, "Hey, I don't want you to be like me," because many times as men we look at our imperfections, we look at all the things we do wrong, and don't necessarily celebrate the things that we do right, right? Sometimes the things that we do out of obligation or out of just determination, right? But we we want to celebrate in this podcast. Uh, I want to celebrate the fathers that are doing it well. I was talking to a brother of mine the other day, and he said, he said, you know what? Let's celebrate the men who did stay. Let's celebrate those who did accept their responsibility, that did stay around and fulfill the roles of the father. So today I'm going to talk about some of those roles, um, and I'm going to um, talk about some of the basic key roles, and then hopefully expand on them a little bit so that we can really fill out these roles as men in our families uh, and eventually, and by extension in society, right? So uh, again, the first point I wanted to point out was God calls himself our father, right? Jesus said, when you pray, pray our father, which art in heaven, right? So God characterizes himself as a father. And I think that's very interesting. Um, So men, we have an example. We have a goal, uh, something to reach for. I know many times, many times men need an objective. Men need an aim, right? And God says, I'm a father. Men, Imitate me, be like me. And as we look through scripture, we'll see how how God is a great example of a father, right? Um, um, We see how how God as a father loves his son, loves his children, right? Uh, Psalms 103.13 says, a father shows compassion to his children. So the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him, right? So a father shows compassion to his children. You know, I was reading or uh, I was reading through Song of Solomon and it talked about how Solomon was so compassionate and um and he's 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 so tender and sensitive, you know. And and I'm catching myself even 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 as I'm saying it cuz I'm like he's all sensitive and stuff, right? But no. Um, there is a part of fatherhood where you are tender, where you are compassionate, you know, and, you know, God has been working with me on this. So as a girl dad, so uh, I don't have any sons, I have daughters. And, um, you know, it's funny, I'm this, this army sergeant, you know, two combat tours, sheriff office, you know, employee for a while. And I got girls, right? So all of this football to test testosterone and all this, you know, now I have to raise girls. So they're bringing out this compassionate sign, <laughs> right? Um, but uh, men are, are multifaceted, right? Men, there is a time where we're brave, courageous, and strong right? There is this time where we're going out to fight the world and, and fight, you know, to, to make a, a place in society, Rawr! you know, go conquer the corporate environment, et cetera, et cetera. But there's also a side that's tired 
at home that need support. There, there is also this side that can have compassion for their children, right? Um, will tie their children's shoe. You know, my daughters fell asleep on the couch and I carried them up to the bed, right? And in that moment, there is the strength needed to pick up this sleeping child <laughs> who is no longer a toddler, right? Um, I mean, who, 12, right? So there's the strength needed to pick her up, but the compassion needed to place her gently to sleep in her own room, right? So it's just fatherhood, is, it's, it's a mixed bag and we have to be willing to embrace all that is um, a part of fatherhood, just like God is, right? God is a God full of compassion and God also is a God of, of um, that needs to be honored and respected, right? So let's look at some of the core um, the the core roles of a father. If you ask anyone, okay? So if you ask anyone, they will list for you some of these roles as a father. Number one, protector, right? Hey, dad, it's your job to protect the house, right? We have this thing in our family. It's called, um, you know, protect the family, meaning... Um, you don't, uh, in public, you try to behave in a way that will protect the family, right? Um, also, as a father, we are to protect the family, bullies, strangers, anything that would threaten the life and the livelihood of my daughters. Listen, Sergeant Fuller comes out, right? The warrior comes out. Um, you know, yes, people talk about mama bear, blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you something. Papa bear ain't no joke either, right? So there's that protector, and I believe that's built in to uh, the role as a family. But you know what? Um, I was reading this article on continued.com, and it talked about how, uh, how mom's protection and dad's protection are different, Right? Mom's protection typically, uh, and this is according to the article, was mom's traditional emphasis is that she wants to protect her child from getting hurt by forces from the outside world, right? She never wants it to happen to the child. It says fathers, their paternal instincts also want to prevent bad things from happening, but they also want to prepare the child to cope with these types of dangers, right? So um, it was interesting because it mentioned how a father's protective, um, uh, the father's protective instinct is, hey, if this happens or when this happens, here's how you respond, right? It's not complete avoidance, but if you're in this situation, here's how to react in this situation, right? Um, because we can't always protect them from experiencing things. But as a protector, we can help them be prepared for when bad things happen or when bad things go wrong. So I just thought that was an interesting difference in how fathers view protection. It's like, hey, um, our protection goes beyond prevention, but preparation for 
uh, being in the middle of it. And I thought that was good. So, Mel, your job is to protect your children, protect your daughters, protect your sons. Even as fathers, you're also to protect your spouse, right? So that role of protector, many men, um, um, I would imagine, gladly accept that role because it feeds into the narrative of being macho, right? Um, So fathers, your family shouldn't need protection from you. I'm going to say that again. Bible in real life audience, listen. Fathers, your pe- your your family shouldn't need protection from you, right? So, um, being abusive, being violent, these are not the roles of a father. And I think sometimes fathers adhere so much to this this violence or this strength needed to be the protector that sometimes they turn it on those that protecting. And then that's an abnormal use or an abuse of the protector role, the protector gene, right? The protector mentality. So um, the role is to be uh, that protector. Uh, The next role is provider. Listen, listen, listen. Men, men, fathers, your role is to provide. Um, And many times the role of provider is often linked to your sense of duty, your sense of identity, and it should be linked to your manhood, right? Um, What's the verse? Um, The Bible says that, For the believer, if you're not able to provide for your family, you're worse than an infidel, right? Unbelievers know that you have to provide for your family. Uh, Let's see, where's that verse at? Infidel. (laughs) Uh, um, um, Okay, I can't. I... uh, uh, Infidel Bible verse, come on. All right, I'm not going to look for it, but... I believe it's in the New Testament. Um, First Timothy, First uh, Timothy five eight. But if any provide not for his own, and especially for those in his house, he has denied the faith, and is worse than an infidel. First Timothy five eight. So this is Bible. That role of provider, right? Providing for your household. The Bible says if you don't do that. You have denied the faith, right? So I really want to question your relationship with God if you're not providing for those he has called us to steward and lead, right? So I know, I know, um, as, as I was a kid, and even now, as I'm learning the roles and the demanding requirements of fathers, Man, that's not fair, right? Why does all this responsibility uh, land on fathers, right? Um, I I can remember, what's the movie? Uh, John Q. I think it's John Q. And there is a, uh, the kid needs a, a heart transplant or whatever. And the mother looks at Denzel and he's like, 
you need to fix it, right? And a lot of times when when things are going crazy, you you know, hey fathers, you feel like you got to fix it. I got I believe God has placed in us this idea of fixing it. Hey, there is a problem, you are to fix it. If your children are hungry, fathers, you have to fix it, right? I've met many men on my journey that um, when when the economy changed or when they got laid off or whatever, I mean, these guys made up. Um, they became, um, you'd see them at the, um, you know, uh, at the labor pools. They would just do anything they could because they understood the responsibility to provide, right? Uh, to be that provider for the family. That is a role. You know, just like guys, hey, um, you ask a guy, what do you do? Right? It's part of male conversation. Hey, hey, my name's Lee. Hey, what do you do? Right? We ask, what do you do to provide? How do you provide for yourself? Right? And unfortunately, we have a generation that no longer um, <laughs> uh, feels the need to be that provider. Now, let me get this straight. I understand there are multiple income families, right? I understand that in this society um, and in this time for modern era, uh, men and women are working. That's fine, right? However, um, now this is just Lee. This is my opinion. I'm going to preface it again. This is my opinion, right? I believe, and I've told my wife this because my wife, you know, she works. She's Educated, has a career, et cetera, et cetera. But I said, um, if there is ever a time you say, hey, I don't want to work anymore, right? Then I believe as a mother, she has that right. Now, she, if she, well, <laughs> yeah, I believe she has that right. If she decides to say, hey, you know what? I want to be more intentional about raising my kids. I want to be a better mother. I want to do this, this, this. Okay, well, you have the right right? Because the, the role of provider wasn't necessarily um, dependent on the mother, right? The father um, we see has that role uh, of provider. So, and many men, um, many men have embraced that role as provider. We're going to go through some of the other roles, but many, the provider and protector uh, you know, I, I, I'm preaching to the choir. Like most men are like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I got that. I got that. You know, so, hey, we're doing pretty good, right? Um, but for those men that are not providing um, or are not protecting, then uh, I want to challenge you to to really embrace the role uh, of, of fatherhood and biblical fatherhood, right? Next. Um, so, in the article, it continued and said that one major role is that of disciplinarian, right? So I found this interesting that in this, uh, I believe this is a secular journal. Um, they talked about the three roles of, of fatherhood was provider, protector, no disagreement there, but also was disciplinarian. And it referenced how, remember back in the day, uh, they'd be like, hey, Johnny or Billy or whatever little kid name was. Wait till your father gets home, right? Because dad was many times a disciplinarian. 
that was many times the one that would um, um, teach, you know, a child to um, to guard their impulses. Hey, you can't do everything you feel, right? Hey, just because you feel like acting out or talking in class or waking up late or doing whatever. No, 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 no. There needs to be discipline. And many times the fathers are held with that, with that responsibility of discipline. Um, and many times, you know, it's funny in my house. Um, um, my mom will say, my mom, my wife will say something and, um, and they'll say, ah, but daddy, blah, blah, blah. I say, what'd your mom say? Right. Hey, we hold a line. Right. Or, um, Hey, can we do something? Can we do something? My wife will say, Hey, ask your dad. You know, and I'm like, I have to be the heavy, right? I have to be the one to say yes or no or whatever. Um, but you have to embrace this is the responsibility, right? And I also believe God gives us the grace, right, to to walk in uh, in that role. So, um, the so the three roles according to to this uh, article was protector provider and uh and disciplinarian all right so i have to end right there um but um today we talked about the uh the initial roles of the protector the provider and the disciplinarian which all men probably realize and next week or in part two we're going to talk about these additional aspects that we should have as a father to expand um, our roles. And also you'll begin to see how God really behaves in these other roles in our life as well. We see God as a father and we can see how these additional roles really are things that that he uh, demonstrates and is a example for us in. So make sure you tune in next week for the Bible in Real Life podcast. We're continuing to go through the dynamics of a family how, so that we can really be a family that glorifies God in all we say and do. All right. Make sure you're following us on TikTok, Instagram, and the other social media platforms. Uh, and thank you for listening to the Bible in Real Life podcast. All right. I'll see you next time and we, as we go into part two. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.